Hello, this is Angelique, and you're listening to We're Booked Up, a segment of the Gaston Speaks podcast where I, Kendall, and Andrew discuss books. For this episode, we'll be discussing Book Lovers, a contemporary romance by Emily Henry. There will be spoilers, so come back after you've read the book if you want to avoid them. But first, what have we been reading or watching? I have been watching FUBAR, mm-hmm. Netflix, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Fortune Feimster. It's funny because, you know, you I'm going in. I'm not having very high expectations. And I think that's a good thing because it allows the things that are funny to be funny. Like, mm-hmm. I actually really I'm, – I'm really endeared to this show. And um, Fortune Feimster has a lot of, like, really good funny lines. Like, and she does really well with it. So thumbs up there. And uh, we just started watching the Amazon Prime Mr. and Mrs. Smith with um, Donald Glover. And I don't know the actress's name. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I could see her right now. But yeah, I, don't, I can't remember her name. Um, I heard it's interesting. I am liking it because the pace, the very first episode, the pace was really slow and it was a little awkward, which is OK, because they were just meeting each other for the first time. And I was like, oh, this is going to be a clever like show because anyway, um, why is it going to be a clever show? Oh, there. The, the, the feeling that the audience was getting was mimicking what the characters were probably feeling. And so I appreciated that and I'm excited to continue. And then reading, um, I started the. I started reading the um, book for next month. The Under the Whispering Door. Oh, shoot. That's the next book. Well, we can do the other one. I don't mind. I haven't started either one yet. I Well, I mean, I'm not super far into the Ursula Le Guin book. Which one? Which... We'll Is have to look it up. One? Anjali tells me like the week before. And I'm like, okay, I'll read it. <laughs> so, yeah, What have you been watching? Oh, um, not a lot. I'm, I've kind of been in a rut lately. And so I've just kind of been watching old stuff. The um, Super Bowl? The Super Bowl. I did watch the Super Bowl, yes, yes. Um, I caught up on this past season of Ghosts, but right before the new <gasps> season started. I'm yeah. so excited. Just, we haven't started it yet. I haven't either. I haven't either. Um, and in terms of reading, so yeah, nothing really new. Um, I'm going to try and catch up on some of the Oscar-y stuff and things like that, but nothing's really been like... Popping. Yeah, and then not in a bad way, just, just not anything. I did see something called Anatomy of a Fall, um, which is a French movie, but it also has English in different languages. And it kind of surprised, it didn't, it didn't surprise me, but um, it did very well with the Oscar nods this year. I think Criterion's going to release it soon. Ooh. So maybe that'll we'll be the release. Yeah. Go ahead and get that in our collection. Exactly. How about you, Ace? What you been watching? I haven't felt like watching a lot <laughs> for some reason oh. or reading. You've been sick, so that makes sense. Yeah. I'm just... I just I have like a pile of like to be read and a pile of to be watched. I'm just like mm, I'd rather just play this tablet game I found randomly. Okay. <laughs> when you when, when you're not feeling good, it's not time yeah. to try something new because you're not going to absorb it. I mean, yeah. you know, it's it's going to go. Pew, so like someone suggested I finish Letterkenny, but I was like I didn't want to do that either, and I like Letterkenny. So, um, where are we? What are we doing right now? Um. <laughs> We are recording a podcast. Yeah, okay. So, the book, uh, Book Lovers. (laughs) Listen, it's been a long week. I know, I know. I have been sleeping well. All right, so I'm going to read the uh, synopsis for Book Lovers, and then we'll rate it. Um, One summer, two rivals, a plot twist they didn't see coming. Nora Stevens' life is books. She reads them all, and she's not that type of heroine. Not the plucky one, not the laid-back dream girl, and especially not the sweetheart. In fact, the only people Nora is a heroine for are her clients, for whom she lands enormous deals as a cutthroat literary agent and her beloved little sister, Libby. 
which is why she agrees to go to Sunshine Falls, North Carolina, for the month of August when Libby begs her for a sister's trip away, with visions of a small-town transformation for Nora, who she's convinced needs to become her heroine in her own story. Become the heroine in her own story. But instead of picnics in meadows or run-ins with a handsome country doctor or bulging four-armed bartender, Nora keeps bumping into Charlie Lastra, a bookish brooding editor from back in the city. It would be a meet cute if not for the fact that they've met many times and it's never been cute. If Nora knows she's not an ideal heroine, 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 Charlie knows he's nobody's hero. But as they are thrown together again and again in a series of coincidences no editor worth their salt would allow, what they discover might just unravel the carefully crafted stories they've written about themselves. It was very long mm-hmm. and very poorly read, but here we <laughs> it's go. Okay. It's okay. All right. <laughs> You did. Great. You know what? We're here, y'all. We we're, <laughs> we've made it to this point, at least. All right. Um, rating. Uh, I don't think it was like poorly written or anything like that. I'm gonna give it like two, one, one and a half, maybe. It's just, you know, it's funny because I don't mind like romantic comedy movies. You know, they're fun, they're light, they're whatever. Even if they're stereotypical, you kind of this thing the whole time was just like eye roll. In that description, I'm over here. Kendall's laughing at me. It was like, oh. it was just, it was like stereotype, stereotype, stereotype. And then when there is the twist, it makes the character that I liked not like them as much because, I'll, and I'll explain why. Um, so yeah, I, I want to have to. It, it wasn't the worst thing that we've read. I mean, it wasn't that Colleen Hoover. You know, so. <laughs> but it just, it's, it's if if you like a stereotypical feel good, you know. Opposites attract, uh, you know, kind of thing. Romantic comedy. I'm sure you'll enjoy it. She's she's wildly popular, so I, I'm sure there are a lot of people who've liked her. What about you? You go next. Me? Yeah. Um, I'm curious. So maybe between like a 2.75 and a three. I didn't like hate it. It wasn't like the best romance book I've ever read, but I liked it more of like than like bringing down the Duke and the Colleen Hoover book. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't offensive. And so it was like, and I liked it a little less than um, Let It Snow, basically. Yeah. So. Oh, no, this is a four-star book for me. <laughs> oh, jeez. But I will, I'm going to go ahead and acknowledge that this book, I am the target audience for this book. I'm a millennial who likes to read YA romance. This is, this is the book for me. Like, I would not recommend it to either of you. <laughs> this is not your book. I would not recommend this book to my sister Jennifer. Love you. Don't read this book. I don't think she'll care. I would recommend it to Tenley. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No. So this is a four star book for me, just because it's 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 they said it in Stars Hollow, like. <laughs> but it wasn't Stars Hollow. It was like trashy Stars Hollow. But that's the point. The whole the whole thing. I really liked. I liked the basic idea of the book, where it's it's not okay. Um, heroine goes to small town. It's evil stepsister goes to small town, and then actually finds. Oh wait, I do actually have someone that I can have a romantic life with. You have a comment, Andrew? No, no, I'm good. I'm good. I, you know, I don't want to. I don't want to dim the light. You're not going to dim this shine, <laughs> and I'm not going to convince you that this book is for you. But uh, we'll talk about it. It's for Kendall. This is Kendall's book. Thank you. <laughs> All right. What do you think of the main character, Nora Stevens? I thought she was a stereotype. I mean, it's the workaholic woman who who puts herself aside, never puts herself aside for anybody else, and then suddenly falls in love and discovers herself. I mean, it's just we've no. I've, I've read it so many times. It, I mean, the same. Really, you don't. 
It, well, first of all, yes, exactly. She's a stereotype. That's the whole point. She's acknowledging that she's a stereotype. But uh, the um, what was the second part that you said that know. maybe actually interrupt you really? <laughs> what was it? Oh, she she finds she... herself or something. Oh yeah. no, she's always known who she is. She acknowledges it. It's just I think um, it's allowing her to accept that that's who she is. Mm. And pursue the things that she might actually be wanting to pursue instead of being Charlie. <laughs> no, her career as an editor. It w- she didn't choose Charlie. She chose her job. That's true. That's true. I respect the heck out of that. And the whole reason she was going through a lot of this like ridiculous stuff is because she loves her sister and she's taking care of someone. She's. I think it's. Um, I don't it know. Tricks her. <laughs> I like that she... I was so pissed off at Lydia at that point. I was like, this is the word, like, this is awful. Like, if if you guys are so, cl- and I know it's hard, but if you're so close and you're so whatever, be honest with her. I mean, it's a, it's a lot of elaborate ruse. Okay, but here's what's going on. They're treating each other as they want to be treated themselves. So Nora is trying to take care of things because she feels like everything's falling apart. There is no longer her mom to take care of everything, so she's got to take care of Libby. And Libby's like... No, I'm going to suck you into this dreamy romance thing and you're going to fall in love with the space because that's what Libby needs. So they're doing for each other what they need to be doing for themselves. And that is a very human and sisterly thing to do. No? Okay. I don't have a sister, so I don't know. Well, I'm not moving to, I'm not going to a small town. First of all, she's already moved. So She went to Boston. You go to Boston. Yeah, but we knew she was going to Boston. It wasn't some elaborate ruse. Like, if this happens, we're going to Boston. That's like, we knew that like three years in advance. I mean, side note, she already had somebody, so it wasn't like. Right, right. Well, so she, I just... Libby, I think, was also trying to convince Nora to come with her. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. All right, so next question. Wait, Where do you, oh, did you answer Did I question? answer? No. Uh, what did I think of Nora? She reminded me of, of course, it's the pur- purposeful. She reminded me of other characters in other books and movies, or mostly in other movies. Because I like romance movies, not so much romance books. Um, and who she reminded me of is who I ended up being like the the cast for. And we'll get to that later. Oh, so same. So, I'm yeah. excited to hear okay. what you say. Okay. All right. Next question. What do you think of the <laughs> romance between Nora and Charlie? Like, do you think it was well played out or... I mean, it's just, again, it's it, not necessarily, I mean, you know, the whole, you know, enemies become friends or whatever. I mean, it's just, again, it was, it, it I mean, you knew it was, as soon as I met Charlie, I'm like, oh, that's the love interest. Uh-huh. Yeah. It also it, says it on the cover of the book. I know. <laughs> but, like, I didn't read the cover of the book. I know, that's fair. I don't usually <laughs> I just it. I just started reading it. I was like, oh, that's the love interest, and they hate each other, then they're going to fall in love. Like, that, and so, and that's what happened, which is not necessarily bad or anything. It was just... There were no surprises to me along. I mean, there was some depth to Charlie that I liked about the family and that kind of stuff that gave it a little bit more, you know, mm-hmm. whatever than just just the stereotype. But in, in general, is when you're two pages in, you know what's going to happen. I mean, I know that you know what's going to happen, but yeah, it, it didn't do enough to make it any more interesting than what I thought it was going to be. How about that for me? I think that's fair. I will say on the hierarchy of male romantic leads we've had mm-hmm. i think probably henry is my favorite and yeah. from let it snow yeah and i would say that charlie leans more henry but he's still kind of falls short of henry like because yeah. there's still some 
there's still some point to that. I don't like the enemies to lovers trope that much anymore yeah. as an adult. I'd like to move on from that. And you got to kind of look about what the other characters in the book say about the love interest. So with Henry, everyone loved Henry. Right. It was just like they were trying to push him together. But with Charlie, there are other people who don't necessarily like Charlie. But he was still better than like the Duke. The Duke. But or his reasoning. any of Mary Kay's men. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> he wasn't problematic. He wasn't Patrick. Yeah. He wasn't Ben. ben. Oh, ben. ben. I just can't even. Oh. I have blocked that book <laughs> so that hard from my memory. I hate that that character so much. But I think and the reason Charlie, funny. that we all like like Charlie enough, is that he could have been cranky. He had people who didn't like him, but he wasn't problematic. He wasn't yes. abusive. He wasn't any of those things. He was, I guess, a more complicated character probably than a Henry. Yeah. You know, but then that meant it wasn't as pure love, love, love uh-huh. all the way through. So, yeah. I, yeah, he's not offensive. I, 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 yes, I agree. And I think part of what I think did work is the fact that Nora's whole thing is that she's blocked off from love, period. And Charlie was immediately not her kind of guy, which immediately makes her not care what he thinks. And so she's going to be a little bit more open and send snarky emails that are rude to begin with and send him Chewbacca porn or what? No, Bigfoot porn. Bigfoot, Bigfoot, yeah. (laughs) And so, like, I can't imagine being this guy receiving this from this hot blonde girl who likes salads and gin. <laughs> like, what do I make of this? I did like that back and forth. <laughs> yeah. That was a little bit different and a little, like, it, it because I like the snarky. Like, uh-huh. that worked for me. It, it's when it got a little more, less snarky. Yeah. You know, I kind of liked the initial, I think, more. I liked the tension a little bit more than just, we're falling in love. Um, yeah. Once they had established that they both liked each other, why they didn't just get together then, I, yeah. I did not buy the reasoning for. I was so, like, that's, Poopy. <laughs> like, just be together and cut this book up by how, 100 How to pages. tell she has three children without telling she has three children. Poopy. <laughs> I was trying to edit myself. I know. I just think it's funny. Um, I'm, I didn't really like the the trope she used the enemies to love. I think the, Nora was a little bit too needlessly antagonistic sometimes. Mm. That was mm. kind of... <laughs> But he just made the same noise. It was very insightful. Okay. <laughs> I will agree. I think we so. We NPR. Ah, oh, mm. yes. I agree with it. Okay. Um. I apologize, listeners. We're all having a rough day. This is... <laughs> Who is your favorite character? Or your least favorite character? We've got to talk about that. I'll go first. Yeah, that's good. I idea. think I like I liked Libby. Oh, my, yeah. yeah. She was fun. She's sweet. She's manipulative. And yeah. Lying. <laughs> yeah. 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 But no, it doesn't make right, her right, doesn't make her a terrible character. No, 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 no. But yeah, I liked Libby. Who did you dislike? Who did I dislike? Who did I dislike? I don't know. I don't. Li- I didn't really like Charlie's mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's my <laughs> least favorite too. I don't, I don't know really why. Like yeah. Mom. I don't know. There's well, something. Maybe because he paints her as like. Yeah, this, we like, get it from his mom. perspective, but yeah. But as somebody who like is just off smoking pot, not paying attention to her kids. <laughs> so like, I could get that. You know who I did like hmm. unexpected. I I liked Charlie's dad. Yeah, I liked Charlie's I did dad. Like Charlie's Finding dad. out Charlie's dad wasn't his dad, and then like you f- like everything. I don't know. He, he he finds out that Charlie's into cars and gets really excited, but then is like, "Oh, Charlie's no longer into cars, so we're gonna read a book. We're gonna read a book a week or a month together, just so I can f- like spend Connect time with, his with kid. you." Yeah. How beautiful is that? Yeah. Like, he might not have been the father, but he was a good dad. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's a big difference. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and Libby was okay. She was a little annoying, but I realize yes. it's because she's me. <laughs> I'm a little annoyed by myself. <laughs> Maybe that's why I liked her. <laughs> okay, well, I was not fond of her, so what does that say about our relationship? I don't know. What does it say about our relationship? <laughs> I didn't but see like you said, in her. So. But like I said, I don't have a sister, so. Yeah. That's true. But, I mean, I have three kids. I'm exhausted. Yeah, yeah. Like, she was relatable. Yeah. Libby yeah. was relatable, but there yeah. were times, yeah, that, that... I mean, of course. I I don't think I could do anything that manipulative to my sisters because yeah. they wouldn't fall for it. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> no, I acknowledge that she did some bad stuff, but like, yeah. I still liked her. I didn't say it was bad. It was just... It, it's just for, for this so close and so open and so yeah. honest. I just feel like it was just a, a plot device. But that's the point because the whole thing is that they're telling each other that they're really close to each other, but neither of them feel like they can share an authentic yeah, true, piece of themselves. True. Like Nora feels like she can't show Libby any kind of cracks right. because she has to be the like, one taking care of her. Yes. Yeah. And like Libby then has to turn around and play that part of I need to be taken care of. And it chides her like it bothers her. Yeah. So I get it. All right. Um. Did we get Andrew's favorite character? No. Oh, I, th- I think Charlie's dad. I really do. I, th- yeah. I think he was. Yeah. He was like the kind of the emotional center. Of Least favorite character: the guy from the bar who asked oh, yeah. how big her feet were. Oh yeah. Which yeah. <laughs> <laughs> completely blocked him out. It was but, funny. Yeah. All right. Um, favorite moment or quote or least favorite moment or quote. I do have a, a at least one quote. Okay. Let me pull it up. Okay, on I I think I have a couple, but this is the one that I have on page two twenty six. Mm-hmm. It says that's why I put my career f- first, not because I have no life, but because I can't bear to let the one mom wanted for us slip away. Because I needed to know that Libby and Brendan and the girls and I will all be okay no matter what. Because I want to carve out a little piece of the city and its magic just for us. But carving turns you into a knife, cold, hard, sharp, and at, at least on the outside. I feel like that was a really it was an important quote because it showed you why she's the way that she is. The yeah. way she is. Because it's not just that she has to take care of Libby. It's this is the world that her mother created for her and her mother's gone. And now this is how she can live in that world. Mm-hmm. And so she's got to be a knife in order to, you know, be close to her mom. Like how? Oof. Yeah. Oof. Anyway, so I like that. And then um, there's another one. I don't know what page it's on. That's the thing about being an adult standing beside your childhood race car bed. Time collapses. And instead of the version of you you've built from scratch, you're you're all the hackneyed drafts that came before all at once. Boy, is that not the truth. Like going away and becoming your own person and then having to come back. You walk back into your parents' home and you just become who you were every single version of you who you were when you were with them mm-hmm. it, it, it ugh, especially having i felt like that one hit me hard and then apparently i have a lot of these i'm sorry um i guess it just seemed like the kind of place that might look one way on the outside and then be totally something different once you got to know it like if you had the patience to take the time to understand it you might be it might be something beautiful Oh, it's because it's like saying, don't judge a book by its cover. <laughs> what about you, Andrew? Oh, no, no, I didn't, I didn't have anything specific. Sorry. Well, it was a two book for you, so I didn't expect you. <laughs> I, I am ill prepared. I would like that to be. It's been a long, it's actually been way too long since I've read this. And I should have like revisited it, but I was like, nah, I remember what happens. And then there's some things you're saying. And I'm like, I don't remember that. But I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to default or defer here to. Uh, to um, so I didn't really have like a favorite 
quote or anything, but there's like this little throwaway at the end of the book where um, Nora, Nora is in that uh, bookstore mm-hmm. and she's remembering a time that her and Libby were there and she's talking about how her and Libby were so focused on finding a book that they didn't realize there was a man next to them trying to flash them. Yeah. The yeah. Time. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that one. That and, was then funny, when they, yeah. and then when they realized that Nora just turns to him and just goes, no. No. <laughs> no. Yeah. And it worked. <laughs> Thought that was funny. Um, the humor, a lot of the humor didn't really hit for me for some reason, even though I kind of tend to like that kind of like snarky, bantery dialogue. Mm. For, I feel like she was trying too hard sometimes. Like it would come yeah. out of nowhere and I'd be like, what was that supposed to be? <laughs> I can see where you would say that. I think if we were to see it in a movie, yeah. it would get yeah, it yeah. would be nice and tight. I liked it in the beginning, like yeah. with the emails. That's when I, when yeah. I was talking about that. Yeah. That part I liked. Um and, and so yeah, I think because as they as the story goes on, they're trying to soften it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then when you do have those hits, it, it it can it can be jarring. I mean it's not really jarring, you know, that's that's mm-hmm. kind of a sharp term, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's kinda of like, oh it just okay. doesn't land sometimes. I thought I thought we were moving uh-huh. further away from you know if the snark had kept up more consistently throughout yeah. it probably would have been but it did feel like it's you're right there were the kind of those pops of it like oh it kind of hit you so let's be consistently snarky when we make this movie okay okay yeah. um all right what did you think of the ending well you said you you like the fact that i like the fact that she chose her job because yeah. she's made it very clear that you know that's Important what she loves yeah. and the not just her job but the location because she could have been an editor in north carolina yeah like, she wanted to be in New York. She yeah. chose her. She let Henry go. Not Henry. Charlie. She let Charlie go. <laughs> she let her sister move on. And she was like, let's figure out me now. So I really appreciated that. Also, it took way too long for them to get together. It made no sense. Like, as soon as they liked I said it before. As soon as they liked each other, they should have just been together. Yeah. Like, come on. Be adults about it. Well, they didn't want to do long distance. And Charlie thought he had to stay in North Carolina. Okay, but yeah, grow up because you know that in one year, two years, three years, that is not going to be the same thing. If you really think you've got a shot at a relationship, just have the relationship because I feel like what they're saying is then any relationship that ends is a failure. And that can't, that's just not true. You can have great relationships that just aren't meant to be your long term relationships. Yeah. I think it's silly. I like what she said. I bet you do. (laughs) It was very insightful. (laughs) Why? I can't can't appreciate insightful comments. (laughs) I do agree. I I would like to say I speak for me and Andrew today. Okay, no, because that is not a four-star book. (laughs) You're right. There is that. And then there's also that point of if you're going to be a cheesy romantic comedy, then they don't get to get, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I could see how some people probably were disappointed with that, that that it ended up that way. But you're right. Maybe the... Well, the ending kind of reflects the beginning where they were their own people and they mm-hmm. did have that tension and that was okay. So then they got back to that in a lot of ways. But then can't you also see it in the movie where she's reaching for a book and some other guy is reaching yeah. for the book and she's about to rip him a new one because yeah. she's not going to back down. And then it's Charlie. She should have still ripped him a new one first. <laughs> like that should have been the first thing out of her mouth was like hands off. Like, no. <laughs> That's what she's. That's know. in the deleted scenes. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just. Oh, what did you think about the ending? Um, I also, I also like that she chose herself before she chose like either her sister or Charlie. Yeah. And that she went back to the place that she loves, that mm-hmm. most reminded her of her mom, basically. But I also like that Charlie also was able to come back to the place that he loves. Yeah. See, because yeah. the because at the end. You, 
they still basically made yeah. it seem like this was going to happen. Yeah. You know, for all of that independence. It's, it's, it's like, kind of annoying that it happened in like the last, what, 10, 15 pages. But yeah. It but, is a relatively lo- long book for yeah. for they, for once the they, content. Once they decided they liked each other, they could have cut that chunk out of the like we don't need to go in and save the store yeah. and do all of the like things with Dusty and that like I, I don't need to be a part of that like I guess she was trying to incorporate some the of that small town tar- yeah. small town small town <laughs> small town charm <laughs> small town charm I feel like that was a little unnecessary we could have just skipped to she had to go back to New York well and I also think that like because they had made such a big deal about the mom and Libby and that whole story it's like we need to create a complicated backstory for Charlie too yeah. it, you know I mean, like it, it, we have to, we have to. Sometimes some of these books, there's too, there's too many characters. There's one too many details. There's one too many twists. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't mind. Like, okay. I didn't mind like because I like the dad and all that, but I just. I got. I think it fleshed out chair. I can't speak today. I think it fleshed out Charlie's character a little bit to have him be a little more complicated because otherwise we'd be like, why are you being well, such a mean, jerk? Like, I, you know, I didn't mean like not do it just, but I, I do feel like there was, like you said, some of the store and stuff, there were some excess moments there that could have There trimmed. was too much back and forth, will they, won't they? And it went yeah. on a little bit too Agree. long. And then like, there were too many, like there were just one touch too many, like, small town things that I agree like Shepard being like that golden boy being Charlie's cousin yeah. who also dated his ex yeah like that's Mary Kay Andrews level stuff okay that's what... <laughs> just kidding I know like if we're gonna be in the nitty gritty <laughs> <laughs> but, maybe they yeah. were trying to do like the stars hollow thing yeah. we're like Miss Patty and you know Babette did and you so... know that one of the characters names was Miss Struthers and then the mother's name was Sally so it's <gasps> Sally Struthers she is a girl more girls fan I'm telling you and then okay and then they had oh I know my least favorite thing they had a town meeting where people yelled at each other and I'm like that does not happen in real life it happens in stars hollow it does not happen in real life. It does not happen this in is small not town. Real life. We are a small town in North Carolina. We're not a small town. There's like two hundred thousand people in this county. Yeah, in the county, but in the city of Gastonia. It's like ninety six. The 000. city is a small town. Yeah, I don't consider maybe Ranlo or town. something. It's not like but... a big city. Okay, well, I mean, are you going to go to Ranlo's city council meeting and see people fighting like that? Maybe. I don't know. Have you, you been? Think? I don't know. Oh. You don't know. Well, now I'm gonna. You and me. I don't know. No, I'm not doing that. I'm gonna wear my Babette Eight Oatmeal T-shirt, and we're gonna go to the Ranlow <laughs> and just randomly meeting. shout out, "Pave the roads" or something, just to piss people off. Like, I don't know. Like, I like the potholes. <laughs> they they would ask us to leave. That's how that would happen. We'll drink first. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> we'll definitely ask you. Then <laughs> we'll definitely be. Yeah, we'll be forced to leave. All right. So that brings us to the next question. We went off the rail there. Anyway, yeah, oh, yes, next question. Yes. Would you rather live in a small town or a big city if you had to choose? Ooh, that's uh, why I live here because it's in the middle. <laughs> there really is a point. Like, I like that I'm really close to like Charlotte, uh-huh. but I don't have to every day deal with like Charlotte, Charlotte traffic. <laughs> yeah, the traffic. Charlotte busy. I if I if I like a big city, but I like a big city where you have like public transportation. You don't have to like. Like New York, D.C., some of those where you can hop on the subway, you can hop on a bus, you can walk and all that kind of stuff. We, we're in the south where Atlanta, Charlotte, some of these cities, they were not built like those uh-uh. those Mm-mm. cities. And you have to have a car. Mm-hmm. And so you have to deal with the traffic. And I, I swear it's traffic. 
that causes the stress of yes. living in a big city. Yes. Not the other stuff. Because yeah. in New York and stuff, people don't think about it. They're, they just they walk down and they take the, the, the subway. subway and, yeah. and I mean, when, when, when Lauren and Eric lived in Brookline, it was like a couple blocks. You get on the T and within 10, 10 minutes, you're right in downtown Boston near the main library. And it was mm-hmm. like, and you never had that stress of, mm-hmm. boom, you walk up, you're there. But I can't have it so small that we don't have good food. Yes, because yeah. that was Ooh. that was a problem there. Yeah, Oof, like I don't. Rough. Yeah, I need I need like quality food and enough of diversity in the kind of people. Like I don't want it to be just like we're just keeping it all our small town. Yeah, that's why the suburbs are the growing because it is that happy medium. But uh, but if a big city like New York, I probably would choose that any day over that podunk little. Yeah. So town. an hour outside of Asheville or New York, New York. Yeah. But then again, I guess we live like 30 minutes outside of Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was, I was corrected. We are not a small town. I don't know. Sorry. I think I Sorry. think I wouldn't mind living in like a small beach town. Oh, Wilmington? Yeah. Oh, like I would Like Carolina back. Beach? Mm-hmm. I love Carolina Beach. I would move back there in a heartbeat. Yeah. I really Man, would. if we hadn't given away the house, I had an aunt and uncle living in Carolina Beach. Well, Andrew, why would you do that? I had no control. We're not going down this road. <laughs> anyway, the point is, is that you're right. It's a cute little town. Yeah. 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 I like it. All right. Ready for the next question? Yeah, let's do it. It's a good question. Who would you cast in the movie? I'm going to go first because I, have, I yeah. have who I have for Nora. And then she's a little bit too old now and she doesn't act as much, I but do. Catherine Heigl. <gasps> oh, I read this so book and she's the perfect. first person I thought of was Catherine Heigl. Okay, I know that like she pissed off the writers on Grey's Anatomy and all that kind of stuff, but she's actually a very good actress. She, she is. won an Emmy for playing Izzy. I mean, it was deserved, too. But have you heard the th- interviews more recently about her? Like, even Ellen Pompeo comes back and is like, you were not saying anything that wasn't true. So she was just standing up for herself right. and got yeah. labeled. Oh, no, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, way. yeah, and, and then so, yes. um, at the Emmys, they, it was the 75th Emmy, so they did all these reunions, and they did a Grey's Anatomy reunion, mm-hmm. and, and she was there, and she was with that cast, and you could tell they were very comfortable. So it was all back scene drama but it was yeah. never about her her ability and she's done a lot of romantic comedies and even in some of those that weren't that good she elevates it yeah because she she's a very good actress and she's gorgeous she I, she's not oh i saw her like i said i saw her at the emmy she is still, i mean yeah she can still do it she's she still dropped it you would never yeah. you, you she could easily pass for yeah. for this age she is she's gorgeous I so even, josh dumel but like hollywood was... tends to go younger before yeah, I know, I know. yeah <laughs> I know. josh dumel even was saying something like i saw an interview where he was like she is like one of the mischaracterized people in yes, Hollywood. Yes. So, yeah. I love that. That's I'm, not I'm who in, I was yeah. thinking of, but I think that's perfect. Yeah, who are you thinking of? Uh, the stepmother in um, The Parent Trap, the one that was remade with Lindsay Lohan, the blonde. Oh. Who always plays an evil stepmother. Yes. Evil... <laughs> I... And she, okay, Side story. So if, if you like Abbott Elementary, yes. yes. So they were Chessie on the, uh-huh. and they have remained friends. And for one of the, I think it was the SAG Awards, she didn't have like a date or her boyfriend, mm-hmm. husband, whatever. And so she said, why don't you come with me? So she found a female version of a tux because oh, she had already, I Lisa and Walter had already planned to wear a, yeah. So she's actually cool in real life too. But yeah, she does kind of have that evil look on her. Yeah. Um, the she's other, good for it, yeah. The other person I thought would be good for her, Nora is um, actually Jennifer Lawrence, like with a real severe blonde bob mm-hmm. because she, she okay, so Nora is cast as evil because she can be mean to other people. Yeah, but she's actually kind of funny and quirky and falls in like mud when she goes running. I don't know. She needs to have like the little bit. She needs to be so true to herself that she comes off as abrasive to other people. Did you yeah. ever see the movie that came out last year, um, or maybe earlier this year? The no, no hard, hard feelings. feelings. Yeah, I did. Yeah. that's what made me realize. I was like, oh, she should do this. The the like financials and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Like that person wasn't necessarily successful. Like. 
in career or whatever, unlike Nora. But yeah, she had those harsh moments. Mm-hmm. But then you saw the softer side when she got to know the kid and they became friends and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So. Put her in a good power suit with the bob and the high heels. Like, yeah, she'd be she, good. she could do it. But I think Catherine Heigl could capture the softer side when it gets Agreed. softer, yeah. but also could still capture. Yeah, because Jennifer Lawrence, I've never seen her really soft yeah. and that's not a slight she's no, she's one of our greatest actresses i mean it's it's i i adore her but but yeah but yeah she but the harsh part so here's what we do we have her do the harsh parts we have i'm just kidding because <laughs> because you're right with some of that like snarky back and forth yeah. you could i could now hear jennifer lawrence's like voice when mm-hmm. they're filming it and they're typing the emails and they're reading and like kind of like the voiceover yes yes um anyway but i sorry yeah. yeah sorry yeah i think yours is brilliant and i would go with yours over mine Thanks. Who um, would? Okay, I'm. Tr- I was having trouble Insightful. thinking of um, somebody for Charlie. I, there's someone in my head, but I cannot remember his name. He was in um, Entourage. Adrian Greer. Yeah. He was the. He was um, Nate in mostly Devil Wears it's, Prada. it's looks because the, the black the curly, curly hair. hair. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But if you remember in Devil Wears Prada, he was also a jerk. Yes. <laughs> yes. Meryl Streep was not the villain in that movie. Nate he was. was. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on board with that. Let's just, yes. Let's but he do that. he came off as likable, so he could pull off the likable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He does kind of. You're right. He looked with the curly. With yeah. the curly yeah. hair. Yeah. Although on the cover here, it's short curly hair. But I think it is short curly. Well, he can hair. cut his hair. So. Okay. Yes, that's true. <laughs> that's I don't know about Lou. I suddenly thought of like Kristen Stewart, but she might work for that. Yes. But yeah, she's not like. I just don't yeah. like her. <laughs> not the suggestion. For me, because to me, I'm like, the sister is basically Charlie's mom, like free spirit. So, you know, who I thought of is she's a little bit, um, but kind of the, the, the kids and the crazy and the funny was Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Okay. To oh, me, who Libby played, was kinda... oh, she was in, you know exactly who I'm thinking of. She was in Gilmore Glory. <laughs> she played Glory. Rory. Oh, Alexis, Alexis Liddell. Yeah. Liddell. Yeah. Should be the dreamy sister. Maybe. But think about like like in the chaos of like the kids running around and Libby's like stop it like I thought mm-hmm. it was McCarthy. Yeah, that'd be funny. She doesn't fit the in any of the other parts of it, but just Lexis Bledel, yeah. Yeah. Huh. No, there's somebody else. I'm t i am I just can't put my finger on it. It's gonna be someone who... She's gotta give off a skipper vibe, not a Barbie vibe. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> She's got to be the babysitter. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. Yeah. Maybe it'll come to me in a minute. What's What's your next question? That was the last one. We're on oh. to like final thoughts oh, about the book. Wow. Um, I'll go through mine um, when you're done. Well, I just want to say, I don't think it's poorly written. I think mm-hmm. Emily uh, Henry has some good moments. Those quotes you talked about, she has an ability to hit some of those emotional points. The yeah. quirkiness hit not always well, yeah. but when it yeah. did hit, it did hit well. Um it's just it's just not my genre. So so my recommendation don't don't t- my recommendation. I know a lot of people like this book, and if all these things we talked about, these plot points, this type mm-hmm. of book is is popular. It's an incredibly popular genre, mm-hmm. and so I I I would totally recommend it. I will say I read it in June in the middle of summer reading, which is a hard time yeah. for us, and I breezed through it, and it it, it accomplished the perfect summer read type thing. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I didn't have expectations. It's I've said on it now for several months, and the more you think about it, obviously. 
probably the more critical you become. Yeah. Either the more critical or the opposite way. For yeah. me, I got more critical. I did not hate it. It was not a bad reading experience. Um, the characters are interesting. It's just not my genre. So so I, I kind of felt like I was too negative sometimes. I didn't really hate this book at all. It's it's not a bad book. It doesn't bother me if you did. No, I mean, that's, that's the also, truth. Like, yeah. well, the flip side of that is I'm in love with the feeling that I had. It was an easy, breezy, mm-hmm. fun, cutesy romance where it wasn't so, like, bodice-ripping but then also trying to be serious. Mm. Like, yeah, that's true. like that's true. it didn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. So and the serious I moments worked. Yeah. Ser- like with the dad and the mom and that kind of stuff. Be- mm-hmm. the, the, they were genuine. They yeah. weren't just, oh, we're here to have the serious moment. Like, and then like the stuff with her mom at first, I was like, oh, this is going to be too much. But then I think it actually played in really nicely because it impacted not only Nora, but the other relationships in the book because of Libby. And I don't know. It wasn't just a, but I like the plot device. I like the feeling of this book. Yeah. Is it the best romance book I've ever read? I don't know because I don't know that that like I don't even know what that would be. Like so, so there was one storyline I think you could have been done without uh-huh. the Nadine Winters one where Dusty's writing another book and it's the character's uh-huh. obviously based on Nora. I think she could have been writing another book, but I don't think they needed the character because it didn't really go anywhere. I don't think. Okay, so I agree that I think it needed to be there because that's what initially like. That was the mirror that held up to her, that she realized that other people didn't realize that she was fighting for them. Other people just thought she was mean. So I do think it was necessary for the mirror, but I don't think we needed to go through Nadine's story. Yeah. I agree with that. Oh, okay. Okay. I don't need it to know about been... old man Whitaker. I don't I don't care about the cat and the dog. Yeah. yeah. That's fictional. Yeah. You could have put it in there, moved had its point and kept moving. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I agree with that. Uh, yeah. Right. I'm pointing like they can see me point. Yeah, yeah. Andrew is pointing Andrew's in several pointing different directions in right a, now. In an agreeable It yeah. was kind of like a woo motion. <laughs> <laughs> With one finger. It's it, not Mardi Gras. Like, it was. It was, but we weren't there. So. No, we weren't. We were in a podcast booth at the library. Okay. All right, go for it. Kindle I have my little, my little notes. I don't know what they are until I read them, so sorry. Love story where the main character is the heartless city girl. I like it. I like the concept. I like the idea. Um, there's a prologue. Why not just chapter one? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Libby. I like their sister relationship. I knew I liked Libby immediately when she kept calling uh, the ex who was named Aaron Andrew because she's ride or die. Um, okay. She was getting the name wrong on purpose. She was getting the name. No, but it's my it... name. So it just makes it's just weird. Oh, Is that why you didn't like the book? Maybe so. Is that why you didn't like Libby? Oh my god, was it psychologically why I didn't this sounds like subconsciously like Libby didn't like you, so you don't like her. <sighs> but we just had this a therapy great. moment. We did. This is wonderful. I need it. Oh, I'm glad we can help you today, Andrew. I'm glad we can work through this with yes, you. Yes, thank you. This book is very millennial. The references yeah. and perspectives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything's it's two Gilmore girls. We talked about the town hall meeting. Oh, however, I did laugh at the idea of an eleven year old boy playing oh, the yeah. old man and there was a sixty, seventy year old woman playing his wife. What a Kirk moment. Yes, yes. Like yes. anyway. Like so it was anyway. So it was a little too too Gilmore girlsy. Uh but also Well now you made the Sally Struthers one and funny. I'm like I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Um I I don't know. This was just a comment. I I like that they put Nora Nora in survival mode and then called her a shark because you know there's the idea that sharks have to keep moving in order to not die. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's actually real or not, but the the idea. So like Nora has to keep 
trudging forward. And so I like they kept smiling with knives or whatever. And that was a little over that comparison. But I did like the idea that Nora was a shark. Um, (laughs) Charlie said Nora isn't the kind of woman who buys a stationary bike and uses it as a coat rack three years later. And I feel attacked. (laughs) I, I mean, bought. Remember when you all didn't even realize I had a treadmill and you were literally in the room with the treadmill? <laughs> <laughs> because there was probably stuff piled up on it. I'm just saying, like, you were on a treadmill first of all. I know I'm fat, Kendall. Thank you. Second of all, it was right there. You've seen the treadmill. Okay. Okay. So I bought Angelique's stationary bike from uh-huh. her uh, when I was pre- when I, just before I got right about the time I was pregnant with Phoebe. And uh, it's covered in stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I feel You've attacked. Been busy. You've been busy. Oh, it was a little bit too much. Okay, so I like that it wasn't too hot and heavy on the like um, intimate scenes, mm-hmm. but things pooled and felt way too heavy. Too much. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard pass yeah, on that one. Pooled is not a good. Yeah. yeah. Like when things just when the women characters describe things as feeling heavy, I don't need to know. <laughs> Move on. This was inappropriate, Emily Henry. <laughs> yeah, I don't need that. Or just be more explicit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just you go for it. <laughs> yeah. You either don't put it You're in or you lean in a little You're trying to be too metaphorical. And sometimes it's just like. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what was next? Uh, I did not like the their magnets analogy because they're the same person. That's the whole reason. Like, like Charlie's the evil guy. And, yeah. And I didn't Nora's get that either. The, and so they're like opposite opposing magnets. And I was like, girl, you the same. <laughs> you're not. You're, you're going to repel each other. Anyway, but I do like that, you know, they found a safety and a friendship in their alikeness. And I, I think that, honestly, that's more true to life. The whole, like, thing that opposites attract isn't yeah. necessarily true. Yeah. I feel like uh, the, like studies have been done on, like, long-lasting relationships, and it's ones that have friendship first. And who are you friends with? People you like. People like you. Anyway. But we're all kind of different. I mean, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, but we have a lot. Well, you common. and I are not that different. <laughs> you're the you're the yeah. the glue that holds the crazy together. No, uh, I'm the opposite magnet. You <laughs> are the opposite magnet. No wonder you're sick. You fish too much. It's just it drained you. You your... reached capacity. Um. I think I have one more. Oh, they just, uh, Libby had a crazy kooky idea for an alcohol water park and it sounded just up Andrew's alley. <laughs> I did enjoy that part. I forgot about that. Yes. Maybe Why? I do like Libby. Maybe you do. You know, like now Libby. that I've worked through the trauma <laughs> of her not liking me, now Libby's my favorite character. She's going to make you a. And now I'm even more park. like Melissa McCarthy because I think about like her and Bridesmaids like drinking. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> now I'm even more on this train. Okay, anyway. What what else? That was All my. Right. Final that's it. Thought. You have any final oh, thoughts? No, no, that's good. I no. like it. If you like YA yeah. romance, then this is definitely a step up for you. Yeah. Well, that makes it sound like YA is a step down. If this is the adult version of a YA, a romance. step up in in, in maturity themes and in, in yeah, age, yeah, 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 not yeah, not yeah. in quality. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we Go would all it. recommend this book to people who like romance. Yeah. Okay. So to close out the episode, today I'm promoting WowBrary. WowBrary is a weekly newsletter and RSS feed that alerts patrons to new additions to the library collection. When you sign up for WowBrary, you receive one email per week on Saturdays with an extensive list of what's new in the library, which includes books, music, and more. 
All right, that's it for this episode of We're Booked Up. Book Lovers is available is available both in the library and online in the Libby app and the Hoopla app. Let us know what you think of the book and what you think of what we think of the book. Just leave a comment at the off-the-shelf blog at gastonlibrary.blogspot.com or at gastonspeaks.podbean.com. Next month's book will be Under the Whispering Door by T.J. Clone or <laughs> Wizards of Earthsea by Ursula K. Le Guin. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.